Shopping for a house in the Atlanta metro area mm-hmm. is an adventure. And I'm going to, I'm, <laughs> I don't know where to go. Right. So I'm leaning heavily on the people I know who have lived here for a number of years. And I'm leaning on my realtor for his input. And I'm leaning on people who have lived here in the past. Like I'm calling in a lot of favors. I'm talking to people. I'm telling them neighborhoods. But you know what I'm finding, Miss Janelle, is that everybody's got an opinion about a neighborhood. Yes. So you really can't put all your eggs in any one basket because if I bring up one city to one person, they're like, what? Really? You know, they turn their nose up at it. If I bring it up to another person, they're like, oh, that's nice. Somewhere in the middle is the truth, right? So that's why I've been going on my own to go see for myself what these neighborhoods look like in the light and the dark. So I decided to pop up on a house that was supposed to be having an open house yesterday. Mm-hmm. That was the on the listing. It said open house from two to five. Okay. I was headed home from a weekend at, at T booms with the nieces. I'll save that for a late, like we'll talk about that later, but I was like, I'm on my way. I'm about to pass this address. I might as well stop in during the open house. Mm-hmm. I pull into I'm making my way. I take the exit, right? And we're inside the Beltway. Mm-hmm. Inside the Beltway is much like Maryland inside the Beltway. They, I guess they call theirs the Beltline or whatever. Either way, there's a difference. You know, yeah. Some of the exits closer to the city are different. But there's pockets, Little pockets mm-hmm. of greatness. So I turned down into the subdivision. The subdivision is great. It's beautiful. Fresh lawn care. Everybody's taking care of their houses. My road to the subdivision, however, was riddled with multiple vehicles and driveways. What appeared to be people just dumping furniture, just laying furniture in the yards. Mm-hmm. And they, like it's just... And I have to think to myself, do I want to drive past this on my way home from work in the moment of decompression from work? Isn't there like a sense of you want to feel like a sense of calm Mm -hmm. as you get closer to home? I felt a sense of war as I got closer to this (laughs) subdivision. Like there was about to be a hostile situation at any moment. And then I turned into the subdivision and it was beautiful. It was I was like, I don't know if I could jar myself like that. On my commute every day. Out here driving through. A hundred percent. And then as soon as I turn on the road, it's like halos and harps and shit, right? <laughs> so I, I show up. Uh, this is where I have to give Miss Janelle props. I pull up and I always do this. I pull past, I drive past the house like I don't even see it because I'm looking at the neighborhood. What's, what's the, I see a, I see a man who appears to be our age, Miss Janelle, walking a pit bull without a leash. He's got one ear pod, one Apple ear pod in. He's talking with his hands. And while the pit bull looks calm and well behaved, it's a big motherfucking pit bull. And he's too far away to do anything if the pit bull decides 
it wants to be an asshole today. So now I'm like, I'm sitting in the car and he notices me because he's like, you know, out of state tags. Who's this stranger in my neighborhood? Now I'm like, yo, let me just sit here. I'm not getting out of the car to the pit bulls at least two blocks down. So I'm just peeping the neighbor. I'm like, okay, neighbors keeping the shutters look good. You know, doing my basic scan. I see a, you know, little power line thing. I don't really like living by those structures. So I make note of that, take a picture of it. I pull up to the house. The dude opens the door as I open, as I get out the car. He said, I saw you was waiting on the pit bull to pass. <laughs> Cause I was waiting on that nigga to open the door. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. So he already got two points just for, just for recognizing real. You know what I'm saying? My man opened the door and said, see, he was waiting on the pit bull to pass because uh, I wasn't going to open the door to the pit bull pass either. So, yeah, I'm with you. I go in and he immediately says, my apologies. We forgot to take the open house post down. It's really was supposed to be scheduled for tomorrow, but I've been here just in case people like you popped up. So then he gave me the kind of rundown of the house, told me I could do a walkthrough. Um he didn't have the papers and all that stuff that they usually had the brochures. He's like, all that stuff will be here tomorrow, unfortunately. But if you give me your name and email address, I can send it to you. I said, okay, cool, cool. I explained a little bit about my situation. I said, we're relocating, just looking for the house, the house. And he's like, okay, cool. So I did the walkthrough and uh, some shoddy basement work. But other than that, <laughs> um, it was pretty cool. Nice little theater room. He, you know, they finished the basement, put a theater room in there. Um, the the gym is the shoddy area that might need a little work. Uh, but all in all, it's a good place. No carpet, hardwood floors everywhere. Just kind of like what we what we looking for. But God damn it, if the pit bull, the combination of the pit bull and what appeared to be a war torn uh, city landscape leading up to the subdivision will probably turn me off from anything in that area. Yeah, you got to consider, like, you pull up and you got to use the bathroom, yet the loose pit bull is out. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to wait. That's no good. And then you got to think, if you and your wife decide to sell, might the neighborhood leading to the subdivision be a deterrent? Mm-hmm. Where people are just like, fuck this, and, and never even get to Right. The spot. So. Right. Because I'm going to tell you what my brain was thinking. I'm going to tell you how my brain switched when I looked down at the GPS and saw 0.3 miles to go. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> the algorithms must really have me fucked up on this app because <laughs> uh, no, it's not the place where I'm looking. But then you turn, like I said, you turn in. It's a beautiful development just tucked away in a more... Uh, desolate area of the city Not a lot of shopping Now is yeah. that area ex- Experiencing Development Like is, is are they going to go through something In the next few years where they're Based on the house out? prices I think so oh, Okay. Based on the prices of those houses Yeah they, they run in higher than Comparables out You know that are further out Which says something to me I'm seeing some construction Mm-hmm a couple of exits up, but I don't know if I want to sit through that. 
Right, right. That's that's you know, it's things to consider. It's a lot of things to consider, but it's always adventurous. It's always an adventure looking at these neighborhoods. Um, spent the weekend with the nieces. Uh, the plan was for me to get up early and help T Boom with the tent and all the track stuff for for the big track meet yesterday. Well, as you you guys experienced snow up there, we had a light dusting down here, which canceled everything. So mm-hmm. I still decided to go spend a night because, look, the niece, the oldest, has been asking for for months for me to do a sleepover. So what what better time than today? I did that. They were cool as shit, man. They were pretty cool. They 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 managed to not want to play with me for the majority of the time I was there. <laughs> I thought they would be like hovering, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I did get up. We got up. We had a good breakfast. I did tell them. I said, "Auntie hasn't eaten like that in some time, so I need to take a nap." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but once I got up and once I recovered from the brunch, we had a good time. You know, we did a little, just a little looking at the LOL dolls and little kids bop exercise. And they showed me their room as if I've never seen it before. <laughs> uh, it was dope. It was dope. I enjoyed the little, little nieces. They're actually a lot more chill once they've caught, like, in, you're in their environment, C Major. It's... Mm. Yeah, it's like it's like any it's like any mammal in their own environment. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me show you. This is what the pad is like, you mm-hmm. know. I just be, you know, doing my thing. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a a, a, a downscaled MTV cribs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is where the laundry is, Auntie. I said, Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you for the tour. Let me turn that down. That's rude. <laughs> Yeah, they, had a good just, they, they walked through the door ran ran around talk about give us a tour I'm like you, you're doing it <laughs> first of all That's first it. of all as soon as you make that left this is a one bedroom sweetheart <laughs> this is it the tour is over <laughs> how was you guys week how was everything no really <laughs> I was talking to y'all <laughs> Major, I want to hear the edible sto- story. Excuse me, I got the hiccups, y'all. Oh uh, no, nah, man. Uh, well, we had um, Lisa had her cousin come over because um, we uh, they put us on to the show Last Kingdom, and they released the uh, the fifth season. Utrid, son of Utrid. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> funny you mentioned that because they they came over. They brought a a gang of edibles because they just came from uh from Vegas and um we watched it and we actually played a the drinking game with some keywords or phrases and Utrecht son of Utrecht was was on the list yes um Wessex Bebenburg oh, yeah. Bebenburg you know, some, <laughs> some, some key jumps that'll keep us going keep us active um had some gummies some chocolates in the mix and um Let's just say the couch. I, f- I fuck with the with the new couch situation. Mm, mm-hmm. I learned to love it last night. Mm-hmm. It was um, <laughs> my I felt my shoulders. I, my shoulders became one with the couch. 
Mm. If we're gonna be quite honest, he so. melted. He melted yeah, in. Yes, indeed. Got in there. Got you. Yeah. I look, I look like you remember the Wiz when the uh, when the pole when the uh, poles or the little pillars came to life and the arms came out and shit. I felt like that. I felt like that with the couch. <laughs> oh shit! I I didn't get how many episodes in did y'all get? Uh, we got an episode, the end of episode three. Yeah, I'm only yeah. I'm only one episode in, but they starting with the book. They starting early. Miss Janelle, yeah. I don't know if you have. You could you could crush the Last Kingdom first four seasons. You could do it. Mm-hmm. That's how. The the acting is terrible. The accents God are terrible. Damn it. God. No 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 no. And and what I mean the value? by the value is. Is raw action. Raw action. Raw. They get action. to the shits. They get okay. to the shit. Um, <laughs> it was funny as shit because um, my lady was like, we, "We need to put the subtitles on." I can't understand what they're saying. And then I, my uh, her cousin's lady was talking about something. And I'm like, they, "I'm like, why y'all trying to understand?" Like why? <laughs> and then like his lady was trying like fact check some shit. I'm like, what? Hold on, we don't need to understand whoa, 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 this shit. Fact checking what? What? What do you mean? This isn't us. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this history. Y'all don't care how accurate it is. No, we're talking about a leg, a, a semi legendary Viking warrior. Yes. That that we don't even know whether he truly existed or not. <laughs> Okay. They're saying that this character is made up of he's loosely based off of one guy, mm-hmm. but they've thrown in all of these crazy ass feats from various different Viking warlords and kind of placed it all under this one dude. So he okay. embodies a bunch a, of cool a, niggas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But the name Uhtred is nuts. <laughs> So when they first kick off, they kick off when he's like a kid, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they just, you just get, he, he, you get real familiar with the following phrase. I'm Uhtred, son of Uhtred. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, yo, you just got to go around introducing yourself as <laughs> like C major would have to go around and say, I'm Clarence, son of son Clarence. Of Clarence yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then that that part engulfs you. You you kind of like the first season. You just lose the fact that everybody's accent is fucked up. You don't know if they're supposed to be Scottish. Yeah, like you don't know what part of Europe they. But they. Okay. Then, once you once you kind of suspend belief of all of these terrible accents, then you have to suspend belief of how far these motherfuckers is traveling. And how fast, and right, on what right. type of mode of transportation, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you remember gotta, how you Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Like the first two seasons, they were real. They were real slow traveling, and then yeah. that last season, they was they was niggas taking was Ubers. A, niggas was in Winterfell <laughs> in two hours. You <laughs> like niggas, what? Was on, niggas was on PJs getting to the fight. <laughs> so it's a little bit of that, but they again they start early. They let you know, no, in the effort to speed this shit up. I know in the first season it took three episodes for this horse to make it to <laughs> <laughs> But by episode four, that's a day trip, you know? Yeah, yeah. That horse so they, got a turbo. Yeah, they ain't fucking yeah. around. They get to the shits. So the story Where can is I find cool. this? Netflix. Oh mm. damn. Okay. 
It's it's dope. It really is a dope <laughs> show. But you will fall in love with. Ain't he a bad motherfucker? You just gotta. Yeah, he cold with it. He like, cold, is there man. anybody I'll recognize in it? There are a few English bred actors that you'll see from Game of Thrones like television shows and maybe some BBC shows if you up on them. Okay. They do they do draw from a pool of actors. I'm not gonna say that, but my man who plays Utrecht, yeah. I only need him there to swing an axe and a sword. Would like, this be the son of Utrid? The son of Utrid, yes. Utrid, the son of Utrid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just need yeah, I just need them to fight and I just need their their alehouse talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they will they're real slick with it. It says here that the main nigga is actually from Germany, so if they supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> They supposed to be from the United Kingdom at, at any point or any Norse countries, then yeah, that's gonna sound fucked up. Oh, it sounds right. <laughs> and you know yeah. what? I didn't realize how I, you know, twenty years ago it, they 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 would have got me. Oh yeah, yeah. A, a young Greece without exposure to proper English accents from like Harry Potter and other movies where all of those those accents are pristine. And then you get to some shit like this, and you're like, wait a minute, where are you? What part of <laughs> Europe is this? Yeah. Y'all are nuts, but yeah, it, it's dope. It's supposed to be uh, loosely based off of some historical events, but you know how you know how the whites do. Yeah. Real loose. You know how the whites do. They make that shit yeah. look cute, and like they ain't slaughter a bunch of ethnic Brown folks. People. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's all white on white crime. No, yeah, I'm about to say I just saw we just saw our first black person this season. Yeah, they act <laughs> like they act like that that area was just all. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> I hear you. Niggas, niggas couldn't niggas couldn't do nothing, huh? Niggas couldn't get off the continent. That's what. <laughs> not then. Nah. Not yet. Nah. Not yet. They, we <laughs> they ain't get on. They ain't make boats. Nah. No, but you would you would enjoy it, Miss Janelle. Okay, I'm a trust y'all. Yeah, it's something you know. Don't don't rush into it. You got time. It's four seasons to catch up. <laughs> but if you get the homie involved, you get mm-hmm. a couple of seven percent to eleven percent <laughs> beers, and you play the the word game. You you listen out for some mm-hmm. shit like. King whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> Bastard is a good one Yes Bastard is a great Bastard one. would get you fucked up <laughs> Bastard and Destiny Yeah Destiny Valhalla Valhalla That one. was on our list Yep mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. A couple of key words to get you nice and toasty If you're looking for a fun evening in the house Um This oh, party for was dope uh, oh, yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My bad. Please. By all Please. means, we insist. <laughs> yeah, I was about to get into some depressing shit, but go ahead. Uh, one of the queens of our group uh, celebrated a birthday on Friday. Oh. Um, hmm. She celebrated with her peoples on Friday. I was able to sneak in some some afternoon goodness. We, we met up for lunch. Uh yesterday mm-hmm. had a good time talk mm-hmm. crazy um you know the fam was there your lovely wife 
I appreciate not being. <laughs> I, pre- I appreciate not uh, having a therapy session. So thank you, Miss <laughs> Chanel, <laughs> for keeping it lighthearted. It was all good times, all celebration. You know, um, it was a, a nice little midday thing happening. Um, and yeah, man, I, work was real chilled out. Like, yeah, it was a good week, man. Cool, cool. But shout out to Beat Dollars though. Shout out to her. Hey, shout out. See, Major, anything exciting outside of the? Oh, exciting edibles. Um, yeah, I guess I guess you could call it exciting. It was pretty traumatic for me. Oh gosh. I don't want to go into any specifics, but your boy. Currently, it's in the process of getting back, but currently it's out 3,200. Um, 3,200 what? 30, Pesos? Calorie shells, nigga. Like, it's <laughs> $3,200. U.S. Um, dollars. U.S. USD. Yikes. Um, There was a process that was supposed to happen. Um, It didn't go as... Intended, I should say. Like I said, I don't really want to really go into specifics. I can off the air. Got you. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's in the process of getting back. I'm just fortunate and blessed. C major two to, to three years ago. If something like this was to happen. Nick, it, it, it wouldn't be, be no, no show engineer today. today. <laughs> it's like, broke you, and, nigga. That would break was, me today. What are you talking about? <laughs> I wake up tomorrow. I should say minus thirty two hundred. Yo, I'm crying. <laughs> I would have been here, but I would have been sobbing the entire time. <laughs> Fucking kidding Yo. me? That shit so. still hurt. I don't care who you are. <laughs> but there is a remedy, though. There is a remedy, okay. and it's being t- is taking it, it. It is going to be taken care of. That is correct. Okay, that's all I can. That's all I can wish. I, I've had, I've been out of state. I've been on vacation, and my accounts were frozen. Hmm. That's a nasty, nasty piece of business right there. That's all I'm gonna say because those <laughs> those files have been sealed. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Never again. Never again. Getting to the nitty gritty of mom's party. Miss Janelle. Mm-hmm. The prices, yesterday's prices are no longer today's <laughs> prices. <laughs> Look, this whole time, me, C Major, and T Boob have been like, Ma, don't worry about it, Ma. We got it. We wrapped it. Good. Yeah, C Major sent the text earlier this week <laughs> explaining how he didn't have it. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You remember what I said? Yeah. Mm. <sighs> yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. I, I was over T Boob's house yesterday. We were both talking. She don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> and as I was getting new quotes for food and decorators, I was like, wow. We don't have it. As a collective, we don't have it. 
we still gonna get it done because that's what we're gonna do. I'm yes, like, indeed. at this point, is is it is what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything, all the prices we got just four weeks ago are no longer today's prices. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been interesting. And even though we're going this route, I still did the research. If we had just gone to a fancy banquet hall and had them do, we still we it, we're still saving money. Mm. We're saving mm. a significant chunk of money. We're saving like from three to four grand doing it the way we're doing it. But I still want to get on. I still our goal is still to not have to physically do much at all, which is. Mm-hmm. Cause I said, uh, yeah, the decorating, okay, the food, yeah, yeah. Oh, you want it delivered? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, well, that's an additional. I said, okay, send re- resend the quote. I'm talking like I got it. <laughs> resend, re- resend it. Yeah, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, resend the quote. Include yeah, delivery. Up. Send the updated invoice with, yeah. with yeah. delivery. With delivery and oh, oh and, and, no, we don't need now. Now, Miss Janelle, now we. Hey, ma, about using your shaving dishes, we can do that. Right? <laughs> you still got dishes. enough. We still got enough to do that. Okay. Chrome, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> as a as a boots on the ground, nigga. <laughs> you want to eliminate that delivery fee? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear how different it sounds, yo, 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 his yo. face. He's like, if I'm contributing to the delivery fee, I'm here. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. you see how different it sounded. Just we were just talking, and I was just flexing my shit. What last episode? Two yeah, episodes two ago. episodes ago. Talking I, about. I don't got to be just the boots on the ground, nigga. As the honorary boots on the ground, <laughs> <laughs> the president. Of the boots of the ground department. <laughs> he's chief boots on the ground officer. Yeah. He's CBOO. How long ago was it all good? Yo, two weeks we, ago? Just, a, just two weeks ago. <laughs> Two weeks ago, it was all good. So, and Miss Janelle, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was looking at the DJ contract like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could spend a little something. You know what I'm saying? I'm still at the party if I'm behind the booth. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it made you. It made me rethink. I got the full. I started adding everything up because at first, when you piecemeal and shit together, you're like, oh, okay. Then they said, how much? Oh, that's not too bad. Oh, we gonna have wait staff. Monster, how much? How much? Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Slim, yeah. I start seeing all those zeros and ones and sixes and fives and fours, and I'm like, whoa! Put, put <laughs> all the joints together and be like, hold on, I spent a whole you, lot of these. That's when you start to hate Excel again. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Fuck Google Sheets up. <laughs> But like I said, we're going to take care of it. And now that I know Chief Boots on the Ground officer is, <laughs> has re- re-examined his position. <laughs> re-examined my boots. <laughs> These are still ground ready. <laughs> they got a lot of ground minutes left in them. Okay. We'll see. We'll see how many, how many ground minutes we can, we can utilize to save somebody. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, we're still in the middle of that. Hopefully, get some contracts signed and finalized this week, and then we'll <laughs> I'll meet with Chief Boots on the ground officer <laughs> later on. We'll try and figure out what, what, what we could knock off the list. <laughs> See, Maze, you got something for us? Yes, indeed. What I got right here is the homie, um, the dapper backpacker. Um, shout out to my Brody. He was uh, actually at the showcase I did for What's Dope, uh, acting a fool with the homie Chief Panda and Suede in the crowd. This track is off of his uh, project, S-I-L, and it's called Back Then. And it's produced by Sway Marcus. Look, back in the day, boy, when I was just a chick, going back and forth with homies about who had the freshest fit. Rubber bands around the pants so they don't mess up the kicks. Hoop shorts under the jeans to get some buckets and sis. Look, I'm talking simpler times before I ever started telling all my stories through rhymes. I was that dude making beats on any service I could find, reciting lyrics all the time because I remembered every line. Yeah. Now as I sit back and recline I wish that I could press rewind The summertime feeling sublime Climbing trees, riding bikes Freeze pops is hitting nice Grab a super soak and spray everyone in sight Look, somebody bust that hydrant right open We moving carefree and steady living for the moment Back then life wasn't full of dismay I close my eyes and wish things could remain this way Very nice, very nice. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm your host, T. Greasy, with my co-host. Janelle. And our producer extraordinaire. C Major. Let's get into this giant news. NFL report. Uh, insiders say that Calvin Ridley bet on Atlanta Falcons games. Now, you might say, why is that a problem? Well, I think at the time he was playing for the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> So that might be a winning. problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And did you see the highlight clip niggas put out once they found out? <laughs> oh, yeah. All, all, the, all the drops. Running. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all these drops and, yeah. and catching runs where he ends up just magically going backwards. Slow. <laughs> Early today it was announced that Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley had been suspended for the duration of the 2020. 22 NFL season for betting on games. The investigation into the matter by the league found that Ridley had bet on games within a five-day period of November 2021 while he was on the le- on the league's non-football illness list as he dealt with his mental health. The investigation also claimed that Ridley didn't use any insider information with betting on the games that they know of. I'm going to say that they know of. That's what I'm adding. Well, we do know that he wasn't playing while concurrently with betting. Um, and also what we've learned is that you will get a lot more punishment 
for that or smoking weed than you will for beating beating up your spouse, up your spouse. <laughs> mm-hmm. throwing your throwing your baby's mom into a TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> vehicle vehicular manslaughter, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. These are all these are all things you could do to <laughs> to but still play it. Yeah, get off a of Fanduel, right? But. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to whoop up on somebody. Let's continue with some more job news. Congress passes Emmett Till bill to make lynching a hate crime. This is uh, how many years late? <laughs> Slim. In uh, 2022. Yeah, I just had to check the date in the corner of my laptop real quick. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it's that's bad. Yeah, <clears throat> and that was back and forth. Yeah, and no, it wasn't unanimous. <laughs> no, and it wasn't unanimous. <laughs> and they've been battling like this for how many years? <laughs> Quite a few. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! We don't just lynch blacks. <laughs> Wait, what's the problem with li- you? That means that somebody came to the to the floor and was like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa whoa, 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 What's wrong? Lynching. What's wrong with lynching? What's wrong? First of all, what's wrong with lynching? Y'all, y'all gonna condemn the goddamn lynching. Y'all, y'all condemn it now until you need a lynching. <laughs> Don't call me when you're ready to lynch. <laughs> I'm Meryl. Call me for your lynching instructions. Yeah, when, when it's time, all of a sudden, when you just need to lynch. In other news, Emmett Till, a new American opera, will have its world premiere. Um, and there was some backlash on Twitter about this shocker. It, 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 there needs to be <clears throat> a very broad discussion about ownership of likenesses and storytelling of real people that existed. Well, uh, the interesting thing about this play that invokes the name Emmett Till is that it's actually not only written and produced by a white woman, but it centers a white woman who was basically a bystander to the events that happened to Emmett Till. So it's, it's egregious on a lot of levels because you're invoking this name to, to spark recognition and controversy when this story is really about a white woman. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, nobody go see that. Nobody support no, that. Don't support that. Plus, Oprah ain't tell us to support it, so... Don't no. hate watch anything. Don't, don't no. give it energy. No. Let's move on. Insiders worried about actor Daniel Kaluuya's ties to life strategists. I wonder why. Let's let's get into this. British actor Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya, who won Best Supporting Actor at the Oscars last year for his role in Judas and the Black Messiah, is beloved in Hollywood as a down-to-earth guy. But insiders are concerned after he has jet-setting uh, his agents 
and publicist and seems jettison. Thank you. <laughs> jettison. That's the word. <laughs> I'm not used to seeing that many T's and J's no, in the same. <laughs> With an E D. Yeah, it's like you you jet setting me. <laughs> but everybody's face though Y'all don't understand I'm sorry to the listeners Y'all don't understand why I'm tripping right now But <laughs> But Major's face <laughs> Look you can't give me that many J's, T's and an ED Okay I could dig it Uh, He's jettisoned his agents and publicists And seems to be under the influence of a charismatic life strategist Bravo to this live stream. I'm yeah. already liking this. <laughs> the finesse is lovely. Oh, man. Air Holiness called herself Kalua's uh, personal manager on a now-deleted LinkedIn page seen by the post. She has also described herself as headmistress for the international alma mater, Blessed University. <laughs> I love this shit. <laughs> To be honest, we can't quite figure out who she is. We really have no clue as his team has shifted camps. Uh, she's the headmaster. She's the headmaster. <laughs> the fuck you mean? That's why Daniel is listening to her. <laughs> Fire who? Okay. Right. <laughs> Open what account? Okay. Put your name. Put my name put on my it. Name on- <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> The post has confirmed from multiple sources that Air was by Kaluuya's side as he filmed Nope, his second horror movie with director Jordan Peele after 2017's Get Out in California last summer. Last month, Matt Bellini of Puck News reported holiness behavior during the filming of Jordan Peele's Nope in which Kaluuya stars caused people on the set to be concerned about her influence over the British actor. Oh, yeah. Miss Janelle and I have seen this in our rookie days. <laughs> Open and shut case. Open and shut case. Sprinkle that crack on him. When he comes out of, if he comes out of this intact, with a budding career, still the world will be waiting. I think he's garnered enough goodwill with some of his. Fellow acting buddies that you know they'll help but him he's get gonna back feel on it track. Though. Oh yeah, the Jones are gonna be. Re- I mean, just relentless. It. It's gonna be relentless. And he's part of that new that new Euro black <laughs> young actors organization. Like they they killing out here. It's a bunch of them that's killing out here. When they when they show up for the Emmys or the Oscars, they look dope as well. They look cooler than all the blacks here. I'm sorry. <laughs> they just do. <laughs> they look cooler than the regular black. They look cooler than the regular blacks. They move different. They got an accent, so the bitches is fault. Like it's just different, yeah. To all of my headmasters out there, if you want oh. to get your game, <laughs> if you want to get your grift in order, this person chose Air Holiness as their new name. Pick a fly name. Get some crystals. Yep. Get some long flowy skirts. Um. Go out there and do your thing, baby. <laughs> See, Major, it sounds a lot like. Uh, hey, man, let me tell you, let me tell you brothers. Uh, give in. Give in. It's over. 
Start crocheting your pants now. <laughs> if you think them shoulder pads look dope, put them on. <laughs> put them on. <laughs> put them on. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, let's move on. Huge invasive spiders native to Asia expected to spread along the U.S. East Coast. Miss Janelle, why would you ever put this in the group chat? This just is not let, your. Uh, this is not your beat. Just to let the the listeners and the team know that I will now be uh, recording from Pacific Standard Time <laughs> because <laughs> I've actually seen this. these. I've actually seen these in real life. They've been in Georgia for a while, and there's there's a family that lives on the shed in the backyard of the house I'm staying right now. We've we've had to. We've had to get rid of a few of them. Not that um, they are harmful. They're not. But they're just, their presence I'd also is like to tough. let you know, Greece, that I'm sorry that I'll never be able to visit you in Georgia. Uh, ever? And yeah, no, no, not, not ever. And I'll, yeah, again, y'all will have to convert, you know, just let me know so I can convert to Pacific time on when I need to meet up with y'all. <laughs> Then they say the motherfuckers gonna be coming from the sky. Yeah, yeah, they're parachuting in. On yeah, <laughs> niggas like yeah, like niggas coming in like war zone. Like niggas, yeah, niggas. it's that drop. You remember at the beginning of Rainbow Six? Yo, where, or, or so calm when you in the. <laughs> yeah, you start off. Yeah, every yeah. game you start off in the in the, yeah. in the helicopter yeah. and they drop you into yeah. the zone. With, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how they do, and they are that big, and they are that scary looking. I've, like I said, I've had to get rid of one or two since I've been here. But they are relatively harmless. I know that doesn't mean anything to you, Miss Janelle. Hey, look, 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 see, Major. N- nothing. You don't mean a damn thing. Let's move on. Dion. Be here, uh... <laughs> did you did you say goodbye to your family? You no. Know no? Okay. Fuck you just out. Gotcha. <laughs> Just hide this story from Gerasmo. Will you do me a favor, please? I need. <laughs> she can't see this. Let's move on. Deion Sanders lo- lost two toes to battle with blood clots. Uh, the head coach of Jackson State and NFL legend said that his big toe and second toe were removed due to blood clots that were the result of a previous surgery. Doctors also feared Sanders might lose his leg. Um, he said the hardest thing of it all was to look down there and see that and understand once upon a time you was the type of athlete, um, this type of athlete that you don't even know if you're going to walk because all you feel is pain. This is a tough situation. He's been coaching from wheelchairs, mo- what's, what are those little uh, electronic mopeds? He's been out there trying to coach under duress and pain and stress. So hopefully I wish him full recovery. I do. He was one Dallas Cowboy that I didn't mind when when he made a spectacular play against the Washington football team. He's always been dynamic um, from the, from his time in San Francisco to Dallas. It didn't matter. He's just a cool-ass dude. So hopefully he recovers fully. Blood clots are scary, man. Yeah, they, and I'm uh, glad that they found them when they did. And was it Justin Bieber's wife 
also was recently released from the hospital due to a blood clot yep. that caused the yeah and those are some of those things you just don't know until you until it happens mm-hmm. you, you really just there's no warning whatsoever so <sighs> let's move on an Omicron subvariant is doubling in New York just as the mandates lift. Now, a lot of y'all are living in states unlike Georgia, who's never really fully shut down. And things are opening up full capacity. Masks are uh, completely optional. And y'all are living your best lives. Now that New York has re- uh, lifted their mandates, they're seeing a new variant spreading in a quicker rate um let me see let's get to this here i always get confused miss janelle by all the sub variant and variants like they went from delta to omicron it seems like a lot of greek letters they skipped to go from delta to omicron then they have these sub variants they came out with the what is it the ama flu the flu flu macron whatever the fuck that shit was called (laughs) they always come with some wild names um so just as new york cases case rates drop and officials roll back health requirements for schools and businesses another coronavirus variant is showing signs of derailing the state's recovery from the winter covid surge known as ba.2 this virus is an offshoot of sublineage of the omicron variant um that just swept through the New York area. It's like a kid sister and some experts even call it Omicron two, but it spreads about 30% faster than its sibling BA one. And is just as severe according to the world health organization. Um, data from the New York state department shows that BA two is quickly moving to dominate its viral can BA two is doubling in proportion statewide every two weeks and it represents about one in 10 sequenced cases. This trend is backed up by similar data compiled by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention for New York and New Jersey region. I always get, I never knew, like when I had it, nobody could tell me what it was, like what variant it was. So I'm always curious of where they're getting this data from. Are these just from the hospitalizations? Because. Yeah, um, hospitalizations and deaths. Um, and that, that's part of where this country has gone wrong with only focusing on that mm-hmm. um, primarily death, but also only like you can really only study what you have access to. So hospitalizations give you access to what the actual cells of the virus look like. Um, but understand a few things, people uh, masks all over are completely optional um, opt in. Because you have to understand that we are in a country that functions in service to capitalism and capitalism requires human sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, so y'all saw the, the disinformation campaign in full effect when people were trying to minimize the effects of Omicron and talking about how it was just like the flu or a bad cold. Um, I've said it before on this podcast. I'll say it again. Uh COVID is a virus that affects people on a cellular level. Um, And we have no idea 
the effects do you have people who are living with long COVID now who got the disease in 2019 or 2020 and are still living with the effects of it but there are also effects that are going to carry on far beyond we've talked about I think on this show how they say that um, you're more likely to get dementia mm-hmm. and and things of that nature, how it affects the brain and mm-hmm. your neurological system, your blood system, your respiratory system. So we don't talk about that. We don't talk about the people who have gotten it and quote unquote survived it and what their lives look like. Uh, that's pretty much been silenced. Um, we stopped counting the deaths publicly, but yep. um they're still averaging around 2000 people dying per day in this country. And while this country has a short attention span for things, and I know I've heard personally, a lot of people be like, I'm over it. I'm going to do me. Please understand. We are still in a pandemic. Um, They want you to have that mindset to get back into the machine and keep things going. But even if people that you know are not dying, people are still getting it. People are getting diagnosed daily and it is going to affect people, the people who live um, for many years to come. And we don't even know what that's going to look like. So, so mitigate risk for yourself um, and, and, and make good choices here because what the CDC is going to tell you is not in the best interest of the people. It's in the best interest of the God that the United States serves, which is capitalism. We tired of the mess. We done did a lot. Why let us hold us back? What the fuck is that sound that you mean? Let's hold us back. Let's move on. We moving past this this Panasonic. Panasonic. Come on now. Just understand, and like for people who like you know think there's some conspiracy behind um, you know why stuff like this often starts in New York, and we hear those results first. Think about the fact that 8 million people live in a very small uh, amount of space in New York. And and consider just like use common sense. If you're going places and you're chilling outside and everything, your your odds of catching the virus are slimmer. But like if you're finding yourself in buildings with you don't know anything about what the circulation is like, you're finding yourself on public transportation Mm-hmm. Like, do yourself a favor and, and use good judgment and and try to mitigate risk. And go back to work because Biden said it was safe. Come on now. Move it on. <laughs> <laughs> Disney censors same-sex affection in Pixar films, according to a letter from employees. In a statement attributed to the LGBTQIA plus employees of Pixar and their allies obtained by Variety, employees of the animation studios allege that Disney corporate executives have demanded cuts from nearly every moment of overtly gay affection, regardless of whether 
regardless of when there is protest for both the creative teams and executive leadership at Pixar. The stunning claim is part of a wider reaction to the company-wide memo sent to Disney employees by CEO Bob Chappick on Monday regarding its response to the recently passed legislation in Florida known as the Dulce Gay Bill. In the memo, Chappick states that the biggest impact the company can make in creating a more inclusive world is through the inspira- through the inspiring content we produce, according to the Pixar letter that claim is at odds with employees' experiences of trying to create content with same-sex affection approved by Disney executives. And quote, we at Pixar have personally witnessed beautiful stories full of diverse characters come back from Disney corporate reviewers shaved down to crumbs of what they once were, the letter states, even if creating LGBT, LGBTQIA plus content was the answer to fixing the discriminatory legislation in the world, we are being barred from creating it. Um, I think you see that in a lot of movie houses. I'm not shocked by Disney blocking same-sex affection. That's why a lot of the content creators have done their own, have maneuvered around the overtly obvious images and have gone out of their way to place little subtext, little clues in different animated feature films it's just wild to me you know you're, you've always got your people who are like they shouldn't be forcing that on children and things of that nature but if you don't like if <laughs> if you're honest with yourself you know that they force heterosexual ideals of what relationships should be and they're they're toxic and harmful as fuck and mm-hmm. everybody just sits back like they're cool with it like this shit how do you feel about the beauty and the beast that shit is disgusting that whole concept beautiful child story <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't even see what's going on. I fucking hate this nigga. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem now. Won't let the kids be kids. We don't need to see that that same sex touching and feeling. But you need to see a a, a girl being given away by her her father because... Hey. His father, her father couldn't handle business to go hey. live with this beast to placate the. And then, and then got the hey, we we got a debt, baby girl. We, we, you part of this family? What we gonna do? We in this as a family. And so she's basically a fucking prisoner. Oh, and then they magically fall in love, and she's like, "Come on now, that's not a good situation. Come on now." Had the bands. <laughs> That'll make the best out of the situation. Come on now. The house was nice, Miss Chanel. I mean, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, like the way y'all, the way it just comes through so smooth with y'all. I don't. Where you going? Where else you going to go? You get a talking candle. I'm just saying. 
everyday items talking to you? You know, you thought the tea was going to wake you up, but it's the goddamn teapot <laughs> that's actually talking to you. you. This is next level shit is what I'm putting you on to. You want to talk about the, the misogyny and the chauvinism and all that. Wait, what? <laughs> that's disgusting that I want to talk about the misogyny. Yeah, he couldn't even hold it. He couldn't even hold it. <laughs> but the way he mugged me before he fell out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was trying. He was trying so hard. He wanted. He wanted that to. He wanted that to live for real. <laughs> Let's move on. Large outside brawl with Prince George's Police Department calling for backup. At party headquarters, Bowie Town Center. Uh, It looks like approximately 300 people were fighting in the parking lot outside. It was just like a group text, and niggas was like, let's meet up and fight. Like, (laughs) was this like Battle Rumble, Royal Rumble going on? West Side side Story type shit. Like, what what, the the fuck are y'all doing? Like, what the fuck is wrong with (laughs) y'all? What the, what the yeah like in that buoy town center yeah? y'all don't want shit it's like y'all it's like we talk about pg county and how if you live there you're paying high ass tax and you got to travel to buy basic goods you get these town centers like y'all don't want them y'all don't want shit because you know they remember some remember, more places for us to fight remember how buoy town center was introduced and they was rolling, they was getting ready, they was like, okay, we can't have y'all loitering inside a building. So we're going to put all these towns, we want to make y'all walk outside from store mm-hmm. to store. Mm-hmm. You know, you get rid of your your New Carrolltons, you get rid of your your uh, Landovers, and we're going to give you Bowie Town Center and then, uh, what was that shit, uh, the Boulevard. You're going to have to go outside and walk from store to store because you motherfuckers loiter you don't buy shit. Mm-hmm. You just in here talking to your friends. Mm-hmm. Y'all might buy a medium soda and get the fuck out. <laughs> both both spots turned into squalor. Yes. It's it's tough. I heard like I heard on the right day at Bowie Town Center, Backyard might be playing at that motherfucker. <laughs> and that's nothing to say anything against Backyard, but I heard that they pulling like I won't say backyard because backyard is like backyard, but like mm-hmm. those bands that we jive fuck with, but wasn't really the big bands. They be playing out there, and you got to think who was in the go go with you listening to them. How much did they mature? And now we outside with this nigga. Last time I saw that band was <laughs> he was he, he was he was fronting on my hood. He was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't take I don't know I, I want to believe stores are gone All of that shit is the gone The restaurants yeah. are gone The yeah. ones that are remaining are mid and y'all, Super mid Y'all gonna go out there and fight Like <laughs> The two things they got going for them at that But that's probably one of the best sardis mm. It's probably one of the best sardis out there and then that was one of the original five guys for me. That was one of the first five guys 
in Prince George's County, and you know that hey, I used to fuck hey, it up. Quick note, y'all buoy niggas, stay the fuck over there. Don't come to Laurel. Yeah, and, no, y'all too close. It's happening. Don't do that shit. Don't come over and, here. And y'all got an and pizza. Hey, Miss Janelle, <laughs> they coming. Y'all leave that shit over there. Or, or go farther south. Don't don't come over here. I'm seeing I'm seeing buoy niggas. Y'all y'all already been to the movies over here. Just cut it out. Stop <laughs> it. They do be over there. The, and, uh, <laughs> Niggas, y'all got tables. No, no, we, no, the fuck we don't. Shut up. Nah, they got rid of the tables for <laughs> <Go>. COVID. <laughs> right. COVID got rid of the tables. We only had tables anymore. <laughs> you, you got holes, your popcorn in your lap. <laughs> uh, Kendrick Perkins says that uh, he had experienced a personal story of how his kids came home because uh, uh, he wasn't playing at his best and his kids were being bullied. And you're saying, hey, dad, they said you sucked. Tough. <laughs> tough, young. And he was speaking on behalf of Westbrook, who recently revealed that he no longer brings his family to Lakers games because of the constant criticism and hate that he receives. Now, you guys criticizing and aiming that hatred at kids is fucked up. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. ridiculous. However, this shit is funny. Yeah, um, but the both the both both can be true, Miss right. Janelle. I know you're looking no, no, at me no, crazy. No. Yeah. no, because what Kendrick explained, like, no, like right now in the era of the internet and all kind of shit, people say some wild shit, and mm-hmm. I know that his kids being in the arena, Westbrook's kids being in the arena, experience shit that they shouldn't as children. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Perkins, I, the way I feel like this went down. Was if kids was in there stunting my dad's in the NBA? Who your dad? My dad's Kendrick Perkins. Man, fuck you. Yeah, you that nigga, that nigga, so. they, they Google that nigga. That nigga <laughs> averaged 3.2. Nigga, uh, motherfucking Braun dunked on him. Like, kid on kid crime, I completely yeah. understand. And, yeah. and then you gotta also think what kind of school these kids going to. Exactly. Like, my family been rich. Right. I'm I'm fourth generation. Perkins. Yeah, yeah. I'm four generations deep with this wealth. The only reason why you here is because your dad averages six. <laughs> My name is Timmy Visa. Yes. Right. <laughs> like the card your your dad has in his wallet. Yeah. Like, don't fucking talk to me. You well, he his. books his flights back yeah. from getting his ass banged on. You know the book. You know the Brooks. My my name is Brooks of the Brooks Brothers. Yeah, that's that my dad. That he sits in the bench. On. <laughs> that suit he has on when he's injured yet again. That's my that's, dad. That's my dad. That's my dad. Pillaging, oh, yeah. pillaging all the all the underprivileged and underdeveloped countries for their fine silks and materials. Oh yes, to um, make sure your Brad. dad can wear that suit. Well, I he's am on the Brad bench. Johnson of Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> the same raps that your dad puts on his knees <laughs> when they blow out yet again, and he's sitting on the bench in Janice Brooks suits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's very different than what Westbrook and his family are experiencing. I feel you. I feel you. Let's move on. Black Panther director Ryan Coogler. Falsely detained after being mistaken for a bank robber. Uh, I watched the video. That shit was... I shouldn't have. I'll put it like that. I hate it. Um, 
It appears that Ryan was trying to discreetly make a withdrawal. He also has an a note on his account. Both of these things are not surprising to me. If you have an account with and you've acquired a significant amount of wealth, you would want to put an alert on your account when significant withdrawals are made. Um, it's the way the bank teller decided to handle it. That is telling. It's fucking uh, ridiculous. That's what it is. And so to immediately assume, because this is what you have to do. You have to immediately assume that this person does is not the person on the bank account. Instead of asking for the gentleman to lower his mask, to see his face, to, to compare it against the ID. Uh, it's, it's instead of just say, Hey, can you step in the office with my manager and let's discuss this discreet withdrawal you want to make, which would have been the proper channel for this teller to do instead of, uh, what is it? Because um, you have all these options. Instead of, instead of exploring using, all of those options. Instead of using the common sense that when a robber is passing you a note, they usually don't pass you their ID with it. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> what is we that? were just talking about the long-term effects of COVID, Mr. <laughs> Dale. <laughs> and COVID brain is one of them. But what's crazy, though, is like when I was in accounting at, at the job that I'm at, and we would have... Uh, fundraising events where I would have to go and withdraw a large amount of cash because we would need to be able to make change and do things mm-hmm. of that nature. I would go and on my withdrawal write, you know, can I get four different envelopes with these denominations in it? And th- I don't want to go in and say I need $10,000 because right. then I got to go back to my car and I yep. look like a mark because yep. <laughs> people heard me get that and you're not just going to sit there and count out hella cash in front of me so this is a thing that happens and I was watching people respond like yeah I would have thought that too it's like first of all y'all new niggas have never had to walk into a bank to do anything let's 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 talk about it let's stay here keep going (laughs) but then I'm gonna stay here for a second and don't understand how this shit works you mm-hmm. have a withdrawal slip. You have your credentials. You pass all of that shit over. I'm Ryan fucking Coogler. I want $15,000. I'm not going to say, can you hand me $15,000 of my money? No, you're not going to do that. He's going to write those instructions on his withdrawal slip mm-hmm. and pass it over, which he did with his ID. Bank robbers don't do that. They say, yeah. bitch, I've got a gun. Put the money in the bag. Right. And that's yeah. the only thing they're handing Emphasis on the bitch, too. Yeah, What was her training? She didn't see bitch on the point. note? Right. Yeah. yeah. Or a drawing of a gun on the note. <laughs> drawing something. of the gun. <laughs> yeah. like, with, with hash marks for the bullets. Like, none of this was called for. <laughs> yeah. It, it yeah. just. Let's talk yeah. about new niggas for a second. Okay. All right. If you don't know how to make a withdrawal without your ATM card, don't comment on this post. Just don't. If you're afraid to go inside the bank because you don't know what to do once you're in there, you don't have no reason commenting on this post. Well, if you, you can't never write a check to cash <laughs> and yeah. go in and get 
you can't comment on this fucking post. You can't. And I get it. Some of y'all are brand new to this shit. Some of y'all just got checking accounts mm-hmm. in, in 2007. I feel you. It was hard out here. I get it. You talking, you talking to your people. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> I understand. I understand where your limited thought, where your limited thinking is coming from. Hmm. But if your thinking is limited and understanding that you are damn near 40 something year old and your checking account, your checking history is only 13 years old, then you need to chill on commenting on posts like this because you obviously have never done any type of real business inside of a banking institution. For those of you our age and high, see, okay. It's why I wanted to stay here for a little bit because I'm about to pivot somewhere else. And Miss Janelle, I know I'm reaching. I'm telling you now I'm reaching. Okay. For those of you constantly complaining about the gas prices, you're, you're, you can't be doing well for yourself. You can't be doing well for yourself and then telling me that you mad because you just put $75 in your truck. Nigga, pick one. You can't, I can't continue to watch you fake balling ass motherfuckers talk about how life is good going to Tulum every other month or Montego Bay or whatever hot spot y'all going to and then y'all come back here and talk about how America's ghetto and gas is too expensive. No, no, which one is it, nigga? You was just on the P- PJ two weeks ago, if I'm believing mm. your Instagram story. Mm. Which one is it? Either you balling or you not. You showing me your Fendi belts. You showing me your, 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 you, you at... You at the new hot steak joint every other weekend. Don't then post a video of you complaining about putting $80. $80 for you, my dog? Come on, man. That ain't shit. Put $80 in your fucking ch- tank. You can't you can't do both. You can't have you can't live that lifestyle and complain about gas prices. This is you. This is where we shine. This is where me and you shine because we can go out. I can put $80 in my tank and go somewhere. You, you, I, I'll, I'll share the little memes with my cousins and all. I'll joke about it. Uh, yeah. But I remember. And if you remember, you was alive, Miss Janelle, you remember, you remember these prices aren't new. This is the same shit they did years ago. And I, I wasn't even making this much money. Right. This is the same shit. They have not eclipsed that price yet. They played around. They fucked around with the prices a long time ago when y'all was still trying to figure out who y'all was taking to whatever homecoming dance or whatever. Or some of the, some of the uh, uh, folks that are our age when y'all was in prison. So y'all ain't really see that shit. But the shit been here, man. This is wartime. This bullshit is fake. It's, 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 it's a scam It's always been a scam They're not running out of oil There's so much oil There's so much surplus of oil Where do we get our oil from Because at first, the first time they told us It was Middle East All this shit going on in the Middle East They drove the prices up Oh my god it's $120 a barrel Fuck out of here Y'all in Ukraine now This is the same oil we were supposed to like. I thought y'all told me Middle East was the one fucking us up 
But it's crazy because we remember when George Bush had niggas thinking it was the Middle East oil. Same time, only thing you can get off the lot was a truck. They were selling right. hummus, they were selling Tahoes, they were selling everything. And like we remember what it was, and it was all premium, all everything, and these everything prices was are premium. Not new. No, <laughs> it was anti-environment. All trucks, no compacts. No. <laughs> y'all think? Y'all think? Y'all think? <laughs> Some of y'all who are our age and a little bit older, you've seen it before. Act like you've been here. You still got that H <laughs> three. Yo, facts. Cause you you got the H three because you thought you was gonna be uh, semi uh, environmental friendly. So let me get the smaller jump. <laughs> y'all be wilding, y'all. y'all why do you can't be out here talking about all the bitches you got, all the places you went to eat. You took all seven of your bitches out to, out to eat uh, Valentine's Day weekend. Then here we are, less than a month later, you complain about gas prices, nigga. You just blew six thousand on Valentine's Yo. weekend. Yeah. Fill up your tank. I saw the, I saw the Fill up your room. fucking tank. Yes. Fuck you mean. You can't do that shit. Yeah, y'all gotta cut it out. Yeah. And know what it is. <laughs> Russian oil don't have shit to do with why we're paying what we're paying. What's going on in Ukraine had nothing to do with it. This is the grift. This is all part of the game. And y'all are in it, but also like I'm sorry. Can, if we could, if we could swing back, sure, sure, to the sure. Ryan Coogler situation. Yes, sorry about that. <sighs> y'all, y'all are disappointing me. Y'all motherfuckers, y'all new niggas really love the police. Hey man, y'all really don't want your freedom, man. I saw a whole lot of people. I understand. I mean, no, I get I it. Get it. No, I mean, if fuck? I was pregnant, I'm pregnant, and I got it. Nah, the nope. fuck is wrong with y'all, man? Use your fucking brain, young. Like, what the? Okay, but no, just know that I see y'all. I see, <laughs> I see y'all, man. Uh, and, and freedom ain't for everybody. And that tells me a lot of young black men don't go into that particular bank to do that type of business. Yeah. That also tells me that. That does not alleviate or or dismiss any responsibility from the teller who started the bullshit. But it is something to be said. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Let's move on. Jesse Smollett sentenced to five months in jail for lying to the cops about the 2019 Chicago attack. Um, he was seen stating that he is not suicidal. If anything happens to him while in their custody, that it was not him. It wasn't by his own doing. Uh, A lot of his siblings came out. A lot of his friends in the business came out and said, hey, this is bullshit. He's got he's getting more time than several other situations and and people who stormed the Capitol. It's it's different, but it's not. It's different, but you clearly and we've spoken about this on previous episodes Chicago just has it out for him. Yeah. Let me the, tell you the my city problem. of Chicago. Let me tell you my big problem with this whole thing. The crux of why they were so angry, what they what they were claiming made this so serious was the resources and money wasted. Mm-hmm. There's very clear restitution for that. Demand money back from him. 
Mm-hmm. Instead, you're going to pay money to house this man for five months when he's done nothing to harm. And oh, we get it. This motherfucker lied. Okay. We get it. The the Chicago PD could have been out solving real crimes, which they don't do. Y'all can check the stats on that. Mm-hmm. But either way, if that's, if that's what your beef is, the time and the resources wasted, Tell that man to pay y'all something. Yeah. And let's talk about the resources wasted on that goddamn bitch's suit. <laughs> <laughs> Have Jesse fucking make Lori Lightfoot a suit. <laughs> Have Jesse. <laughs> Have Jesse give her a full makeover. Hmm. Give the whole precinct a makeover. But no, we're going to spend thousands of dollars for five months to show him that you can't waste Chicago's money. This I mean, is get bullshit. the fuck out of here, man. We, we, we get our jokes off, right? We knew he wasn't at no fucking subway. We knew this whole shit was a sham from the very beginning. But at this point, like Miss Janelle said, this is this is just blatant overreach and overusage. Of, of the city's funds and resources just to prove a point. This is literally like, this is overkill. Cut, yeah. cut it out. This cut it no out. Yeah. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. Uh, last one. Wells Fargo rejected half its black applicants in mortgage refi boo. Um, I don't have anything for that. I think Wells Fargo has a long <laughs> history of redlining and being problematic towards blacks economic health in this country so just kind of their brand but i just <laughs> i just want want to bring this up because you get a lot of people in a, a lot of wealth gurus and people on on the internet and talking about investing and you know you got llc twitter and people telling you what you're going to do to to create generational wealth just understand this the reason why it's called systemic racism is that there are actual systems in place and it don't catch all the black people. It doesn't, but mm-hmm. a lot of them were created strictly for, y'all got to understand equal housing came through in 1968. You weren't required to have a credit score until the eighties, but in the meantime, they were doing things to kind of circumvent this equal housing. You feel what I'm saying? Like all mm-hmm. the shit that y'all talk about, like if y'all learn how to save and learn how to work credit, if you understand that the system of credit has evolved into what it is as a means of keeping black people out of wealth, if y'all understand that even when you get the house, that you're paying two to three more points than your white counterparts who have the same credit um, mm-hmm. on that loan, and then your refi don't work the same way. You can't get as much cash out of your house. When we had, when we've talked about articles where your appraisal looks different if you take out all of the pictures of black folks in your house and have a white mm-hmm. presenting person there when the appraiser gets there, all of this shit is part of a system that is meant to diminish the wealth of black people in this country. So we can't educate ourselves out of the system that is meant to destroy. We can't out LLC. We can't out trust. We can't out 
C corporation. We can't out we, we can't outmaneuver the systems yeah. that are in place to stop black people from acquiring wealth at the same rate as white people. This is a prime Word. example of that. Um since you got so deep on that, I have one more story. Okay. Woman sues Jerry Jones, alleges Dallas Cowboys owner paid her mother to conceal that he was her biological father. I love this. I love this for more than one reason. Hmm. Not only is it about Jerry Jones, who I despise, but it's about the, the child having a right to know whom their parents are once they become an adult. I think this is a really interesting subject. I'm not sure. I'm super interested in how this turns out because you have a lot of scenarios in which your one or the other parent is hidden for a particular reason and taken out of your life for a particular reason. There's not a lot of leeway in that, in those documents for grace, for understanding, for recovery, if the parents weren't able to be sufficient at the time of birth. Mm. Um, and then there's not a lot of leeway most times for the kid to want to know who their actual biological parents are. So uh, this, this just raises a lot of questions that I think are interesting and I'll be taking a closer look at this, but the price, yo, she's got to be better. Her mom, she's got to put a little bit of the onus on her mom for taking the, Taking a deal. That's a that's a relatively low amount of money to stay quiet for twenty something years. I think it was what, three hundred and six three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. Like, nah, you own the Dallas you own the most profitable team on US soil. You not hiding this baby for three seventy five. <laughs> I need to not be able to work. I don't have to go to like you can't do this and I still gotta go to work. Go to work. Yeah. Nah, Slim. You gotta do better than that. So that wraps up John News. Miss Janelle, do you have a touchy subject for us? I do. It's not too touchy. Uh-oh. We're going gentle. Um, I like I it. Question. What is one thing that you know you could successfully teach other people? Sit it down, Major. <laughs> you look too ready. <laughs> <laughs> I was sending this text off, but um, I think I can confidently teach someone at least the fundamentals for me the bow of bowling. Hmm. You're confident in that. I'm confident oh, shit. in that. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm just. <laughs> I mean it as a diss this time. <laughs> Like I want you to rethink what confident means. Mm. (laughs) That's a tough skill, though. That's a tough Mm. sport to learn for someone who doesn't, you know, that that might be coming into it fresh. Mm. That's all I say. Mm. That's a really to answer that question. To say yes, to say I feel confident in teaching some something some, to somebody in the manner in which you posed the question, Ms. Chanel, mm-hmm. I would really have to think about what my expertise is. And I don't have anything <laughs> just at the top of my head that I'm just like, yo, 
I think the the one thing I do try to I give away a lot of business advice. Mm-hmm. I give away a lot of marketing advice. I don't always take my own advice, but I do give it away. Okay. I tell people, I encourage people. I'm like, you have a service, you have a job, you're doing something that people would appreciate. Put a price on it and sell it. Um, but I don't think I have the expertise to show someone how to do it. So I don't think I really have anything to be honest with you. What about you, Miss Janelle? I think that I could teach a person to make a damn near perfect ribeye steak. Mm. I think I can give somebody the tools and the know-how to execute that regularly Mm. and consistently. I might need to take you up on that. I'm gonna try to. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was seeing, I was seeing a lot. Here's what I want to do. I'm like a regular ribeye. I'm good. I'm cool with the little joints. I want to get one of them tomahawk. I want to get one. You know, with the handle. Mm-hmm. I want to get yeah, one of those. Yeah, 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 I want to yeah, do that. Them joints you can set up on the side, like you. Yeah, that you one. Just turn you just, that bitch upside down. On yeah, yeah. Sit on his head and shit. Yeah, man. I, I think I might need a little more guidance. This takes a little bit more time. I want it to be perfect because it's going to be an expensive cut. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to mess that up. No, 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 no. Yep. So I might need your guidance on that one. I, I need the right pan. Like this is. Right. <laughs> I've thought about this. Yeah, yeah. It's the important things you got to think about. <laughs> like I said, I could I could let people know the proper tools. Tools, time, and temperature. That's your main. Your main. Yeah, things. I gotta fuck with that. I gotta no. fuck with that. I mean, I make a mistake. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, See, major yeah. like yeah. No, yeah, I mean you know. But the bigger cuts. Yeah, a little tricky, a little tricky. Yeah, keeping it tender, all that good stuff. So at this time, I would like to invite all of our listeners. I've been pulling the stats. Oh, we know it's a lot of you. Really, a lot of a lot of you are hitting play. A lot of y'all are quiet, and that's fine. But I would like to, if you've been considering donating to the podcast, if you've been thinking about it. And you're like, oh, I keep forgetting. Uh, do it today. As you're listening right now, just make a note on your calendar. Say, hey, you know what? I've been meaning to sign up for a monthly subscription to support, help keep Reels and Feels active and pumping out these podcasts on a weekly basis. Do yourself a favor and just put a note in your phone. Remind yourself, go ahead and subscribe. You could do that by going to reelsandfeels.com, clicking on the menu button, hitting the donate uh, tab and then there are two options there f- for you to make a one time donation which is perfectly fine you can choose whatever amount you want to do there or sign up for the monthly subscription which would donate $5 a month to Reels and Fills and that basically pays to keep this thing going it pays for our storage costs it pays for the tools that we are using to record uh, virtually um, it pays for the website. It pays. It pays for a lot. So those of you who have already signed up and subscribed, you are producers. We consider you our very special listeners, and we have a special episode that we deliver only to you. So that is another incentive for signing up and donating with us. You become a producer. And you become eligible to receive a bonus episode on a monthly basis of content much like the content you're already enjoying, but we'll also send you the video presentation. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we're going to do that today. 
And C Major looks ready. C Major looks really ready. He had a costume change already, so I don't know what's going on. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> he disappeared and came back in all black. Well, no. I did pass him uh, the numbers for those cats that Precious put me up on. So, oh shit! I think uh, I think he might have been able to reach reach at least one yeah. of them. Got a video chat coming up. You know, mm. gotta make sure. I am um, quite nervous about that. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it in Russia right now? Like, <laughs> are they sure? They sure they're gonna be ready to answer? <laughs> Did they lose an hour too? I have a lot of questions. (laughs) So that's going to be coming up for our very special producers. And for our producers, we need you to spread the word. Like, tell people how nuts we are on those episodes. (laughs) Share it. Tell people they they need to hop aboard. They need to come on in. Be a part of the crazy. See, Major, you got something for us. Yes, indeed. What we got right here is the homie Rock Kelly with a track called Welcome Home. Is, is we supposed do to be we, hearing something? Do we have that? Are you, you turned it down? Sorry, my, 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 my knob finger was moving slow. <laughs> <laughs> Not your knob finger. <laughs> As always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Reels and Feels. I am T Greasy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Devious Stoves. You can find me on Twitter at C Major P U H C E E. That's C E E Major P U H C E E. You can find me on IG at C Major. That's C E E Major. Fuck that UK nigga. You can hit the link in both those bios. Get into anything I'm getting into. Um, one of the texts I was just sending off music video for the After Ashes single is. It's, it's done. Got the promo of it, uh, IG clip too. So that will be dropping today. Oh. And um, we will be looking to release it very, very soon. Oh. Hey, what you got going on on March 24th? Oh, yeah. March 24th. Shout out to the. <laughs> God damn it. No, let me pull that up. I gotta get he don't know what he has going on. Because I want to shout out all the people that's on the, um, on the um, event too. Niggas can't never maneuver shit on the rush. I done went the wrong app like three times. On uh, IG. Yeah. Yep. On IG. March 24th, 2022, at between 7 and 10 p.m. The Come See About It 
comedy sip and paint show hosted by the one and only Reels and Fields own, even though we don't want to say we own, you know, but we, you know, we, we know the nigga dude He's in family. the corner. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Hosted by dude in the corner. Um, got a guest painter, Kiki. Got a performer, uh, Christian McCartney, uh, comedy, Don Renee, Nikki Knowles. But it's also featuring a musical performance by your boy, C Major. What? So, got pew, a little pew, comedy. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> got a little comedy. Uh, got a little sip. Got a little paint. Got a little hip hop coming to you. Um, I might try my five minute set too, just to see what it's Whoa. Hey. No, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. No, do it. Do it. But I, I have some I have some notes. <laughs> <laughs> you got some shit you've been waiting to get off. Yeah, man. I have some notes. We'll save it for the producer episode. <laughs> but yes indeed. That is again March twenty-fourth, two thousand twenty-two. Um yeah. And that's at the Tacoma Station Tavern. Dope. 